Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. Just say, I don't trust a black woman to do the job because I know that y'all didn't have these same issues with Amy Coney Barrett. You didn't ask those questions. You didn't have those problems. Damn, Whoopi Goldberg's a bigot. I mean, if you didn't know that from Ted Danson in blackface, here you go. Let me come out swinging. Whoopi Goldberg is a bigot who doesn't have a mind and doesn't have a thought and doesn't have a prayer of having a mind and a thought because she just doesn't want it. She feels things and then she says things and ABC and The View pay her millions. And what does she have to do? Prove to you that she's got an intellect? Ah! She's talking about Katanji Brown-Jackson, who will get confirmed to the Supreme Court because Mitt Romney has said he'll do it. And so is Lisa Murkowski, and so is Susan Collins. It'll be 53 votes. Maybe 52, depending on what uh, Kirsten Cinema does of Arizona, the Democrat. But is that the issue? I don't trust a black woman to do the job? Not just uh, a Ketanji Brown Jackson. No, no, no. You would say that about any black woman, right? Anytime there's opposition to somebody who has a different level of melanin. Ah, you see, that's the reason. That's the reason. Well, considering that that's the reason that the president of the United States nominated her, I don't see why anybody would be surprised, except that's not the reason people are opposed. But it is the reason Joe Biden nominated. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, it's so good to be with you. 833-GOT-TONY, 833-468-8669. Do you agree with uh, Whoopi Goldberg? You think I'm a a racist because I say Ketanji Brown-Jackson should not be a justice? Uh, Based on what she has said, I wouldn't let her be a judge, just so we're all clear. But go on. Go on. Uh, let, let's let's see you defend calling me a racist for my position as I lay it out. You have a judge who may not be somebody who believes in textualism. The Constitution says what it says and doesn't say what it doesn't say. Who may think that the Constitution is a living document and we have to go with, well, what's happening right now? What is the issue we're dealing with right now and and how do we how do we uh, uh, adjust for right now as opposed to what is the thing that works for example free speech for example the right to keep and bear arms which is the right to protect and defend oneself well it doesn't work right now maybe later an activist court gave us Roe v. Wade, creating some kind of law out of whole cloth, uh, some kind of right, I should say, that doesn't exist anywhere in the Constitution. I oppose the activist court. I oppose anything having to do with the living Constitution. When she answered the question from Senator Ted Cruz about does she take a position on natural rights, and she said, no, I do not have an opinion on natural rights. I do not have a position on natural rights. That's disqualifying. We are, on the basis of our birth, we have natural rights. The right to protect and defend ourselves, uh, the right to to live free, the the right to not be enslaved. Of course we do. 
Of course we do. For this alone, I dismiss Judge Ketanji Brown-Jackson. When we take a look at her record, if you want to take a look at the cases having to do with child pornography and other things, I think that they are distressing. There could be legal reasonings behind her, her, her moves. But I am so taken by the first two. Not necessarily a textualist, even though she tried to make that case. And doesn't believe in the idea of, doesn't have a position on natural rights. That, to me, is disqualified. Now, I tell you that across the board. You've heard me say about the Second Amendment. If you do not support and defend the Second Amendment, the right of the people to keep and bear arms, which is indeed about the ability to protect and defend oneself and the ones that you love. If you are not in favor of that, you're not somebody who is qualified to be on on the court. That's just the way it is. And thus, Merrick Garland was not somebody who I thought was qualified and I was against. So now I'm against Merrick Garland and now I'm against Katanji Brown Jackson. You couldn't get more different than those two, could you, in terms of the physical? But in terms of the ideological, they're very, very connected. So clearly, my point of view, which may very well be your point of view, is a point of view that is based on the ideological and not on the physical. But if you ask Whoopi... Just say, I don't trust a black woman to do the job. Because I know that y'all didn't have these same issues with Amy Coney Barrett. You didn't ask those questions. You didn't have those problems. Amy Coney Barrett is a textualist. Amy Coney Barrett, well, I will tell you, I don't know if she was asked her position on natural rights. I'd be very shocked to learn that she doesn't have a position on natural rights. I would find that shocking and offensive. But I feel the same way about a black woman as I do a white man because we're talking about a specific black woman and a specific white man. But Whoopi Goldberg doesn't want to know about what the gray matter is. She only wants to know about what the skin color is. It's all she cares about. It's all she gives a damn about. Because once you do that, then you could just scream racism and bigotry and you never actually have to get to the mind. I provided for you an intellectual look at how I see court appointments. Whoopi Goldberg has provided for you emotional, radical nonsense that is meant only to attack those people who aren't doing what she wants done. I am amazed that that show continues to slide Without Meghan McCain. Who knew she was the glue holding the damn thing together? Shame on Mitt Romney for voting for Katanji Brown-Jackson. It was 11-11 coming out of committee. That was, I was actually surprised. I thought it would get some Republicans to say, okay, out of committee, but. Nope, 11-11 out of committee. And this thing will go... Um. A, a, this will be uh, 53 votes, so it'll be 
That's how I assume it'll go down. I, I must say that I am uh, heartened by the number of Republicans who have an understanding of, of the value of, 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 these, of these principles. And I am uh, dismayed by the absolute lack of Democrats who do as well. You ask me why I'm not a Democrat. This is why. Chris Murphy has an understanding and a value in the Constitution. The hell he does. Same thing with Richard Blumenthal, who also lies about his, about his Vietnam service. Dick Durbin, a man most aptly named. Do you think the Constitution is first and foremost? Or is it about being historic? Anna Navarro explained to you how this is all about a historic, historic vote. Bull. Well, it's uh, bull. It's not. It's, it's, <laughs> I'll tell you what it is. It's lame, pathetic, cowardice, partisanship. Okay, because they are they are bending themselves into pretzel shapes and they're agonizing and apologizing, right? Basically, for saying we're not going to do the right thing. We're vo- we're we feel bad that we're voting against her. They feel bad because they know she's going to be not the justice. bad enough. Well, they feel bad because she's going to have the fifty votes. She's going to be the justice, and they are going to have missed the historical moment of voting for the first black woman. And they're going to go down in history as having been against the first black woman justice, which is a big moment for this country. Whomever likes it, fine. Whomever dislikes it, fine. Whether you accept it, you acknowledge it. It is a huge historical moment over almost 240 years of the Supreme Court. You didn't feel that way about Janice Rogers Brown, did you? Democrats filibustering Janice Rogers Brown to a district court position because she would have been on track to become a Supreme Court justice. And, oh, you couldn't have that. You had a Democrats had to be the first. You don't give a good holy damn about this judge. You don't care about the qualifications, Anna Navarro. You just said the words. What you care about is, oh my gosh, we are going to finally have a black female justice. And that's all that matters. Because you, just like Joe Biden, reduced her to skin color and genitalia. You didn't give a damn about her mind. You still don't care about her mind. It doesn't mean anything to you. Checkbox, checkbox, checkbox. That's all I care about. This is why you can't let Anna Navarro run a country. You sure as hell can't let her co-host the TV show. And yet somehow there she is. This, this rank, raw evil, this bigotry on full freaking display. It is something. And shame on Mitt Romney. Shame on Lisa Murkowski. Shame on Susan Collins. I get it. Justices get confirmed. The party usually gets what they want. The president usually gets what they want. After Robert Bork, there are no rules. Ted Kennedy, that drunk murderer, did that. Oh, I'm sorry. Is it too soon? I don't know if it's too soon for the Kopechny family. I thought I I was in the clear uh, there, talking about that drunk murderer, Ted Kennedy. They took away the decency. They demand the decency, but they took away the decency. If you want the decency, let's go. But how about a decency to recognize that you need a justice who believes that the Constitution says what it says and doesn't say what it doesn't say? And there were justices out there. 
one of the people you heard uh, St- uh, Tim Tim Scott talk about this, and you heard uh, Lindsey Graham talk about this, was Michelle Childs. Why wasn't Michelle Childs picked to be uh, the, 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 the nominee? Is, is it because she wasn't left enough? Because it really seems that it's because she wasn't left enough. Black woman would have satisfied all of Joe Biden's requirements, but nope, there were other requirements, specific requirements, that that she uh, was, would have to be, the nominee would have to be a leftist. Labor rights groups, they were unhappy with Childs because of her private sector experience working at a law firm that people considered to be an anti-union law firm. Anti-union, well, as you know, you can't be anti-union and be part of the political left. Are you kidding? You do that and alarms are going to sound. It's happening. No, Everybody sit calm. Everybody sit calm. Everyone, what's the procedure? Oh, God, please. No, no, no. no. What's going on? Please. No. Holy crap, oh, I am M-G. freaking out. Are you kidding me right now? Ew, David. Ew, David. Ew, David. Get away. So they didn't nominate her. She didn't get the nomination. The leftists got the nomination. Not somebody who, maybe I disagree with on a whole bunch of policies, but maybe wouldn't have been somebody who thinks that the, converse, that the Constitution is a living document and maybe would think that natural rights exist. Katanji Brown-Jackson was picked because she was a progressive and because she was black and because she was a woman. Checkbox, checkbox, checkbox. Me, I determine who should be on the Supreme Court based on some criteria. So if Whoopi Goldberg didn't know this by now, um, based on just the, the two of us and how we view things, you're the bigot. You're the racist. Just so you know, I'm Tony Katz. Sarah Palin running for Congress. Uh, She's got a chance. It's a really interesting race because it's not normal. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. How you doing? So Sarah Palin, uh, vice presidential nominee in 2008, former governor of Alaska. Crazy name ID. You have uh, the seat that Don Young had. He passed away um, just a couple weeks ago. And now the seat needs to be filled. As it goes, there will be a special primary on June 11th. From that, four candidates will be chosen. And there will be a special election on August 16th. But then there will be an election in November. Just telling you how it's going to go. It's going to be very, very interesting. There are 51 people running. 51 possible candidates. That are in the field. 
So John Gizzi over at Newsmax doing a really good job breaking down the 11 reasons why Sarah Palin can win this race. And to start with, she's the best known of the 51 candidates, with the exception of Alaska City Councilman from North Pole, Alaska, Santa Claus. It's a true story. Uh, right there. She can raise money. Four million followers on Facebook, over 200,000 on Instagram. She's a national figure. She would be a very, very good anti-AOC candidate because she'll take on Ocasio-Cortez any day, any time, anywhere, not care. I have often argued that the first person who says to Representative Ocasio-Cortez on the floor of the House after she talks about something green or something nonsense and goes, oh, honey, right? I, that's, I'm sending checks. The very first time that happened, and and no guy will do it. It has to come from a woman. Boop, there's my check. Thank you very much. Go ahead. Do it again. I have my pen. Uh, the religious right is going to uh, love her. She is someone who can talk about energy regarding Anwar, the Arctic National Wildlife Refuge. This is when she was governor. She talked about drilling in Anwar. And when you have what's known as ranked choice voting, right? So you get the top four people, and then that's how it's 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 done. Um, they, it's a belief that uh, it would work for her, and she's already gotten the very very full throated endorsement of producer Ari. Um, no. Okay, I'm sorry. Did I say producer Ari? I meant Donald Trump. Yeah, probably. The full-throated, full-on endorsement of the former president has gone her way. Hello. Hey, sir. She can win. Oh, I'm fine with it. Palin doesn't bother me at all. I was only bothered that she ever went and did a reality TV. You know, she. I, I believe she still could have had a career. Let's see if the press keeps attacking women the way they attacked her in 2008. Or maybe they'll have like a Britney moment and realize they were wrong. Nah. What's going on in Ukraine? That story coming up. Keep it right here. This is Tony Katz today.